Hey everyone, you're listening to the Just Say Maybe podcast. My name is Erica, and on this show, I chat about OCD, mental health, and living in a time where everything's uncertain. Sometimes you have to just say maybe. Hello there. Um, this is Erica, your host for the Just Say Maybe podcast. Welcome to episode one, where I'll be talking about um, why I decided to start this podcast, um, what we're going to be talking about on this podcast, and then anything else I want to add that I think of, I guess. Also, this is just a disclaimer that I am not a mental health therapist. Please seek a clinician or therapist for more information about your own struggles and diagnoses. So this is called the Just Say Maybe podcast because recently I've been trying to embrace uncertainty more. Um, It's really contrary to my entire life and how I've handled uncertainty. I've always wanted to have more certainty in my life, but it's kind of driven the main thing that I struggle with mentally, which is OCD. So OCD stands for Obsessive Compulsive Disorder. It starts off as an obsession or a thought, a question, something like, what if I didn't turn the oven off? Or what if the volume on my TV is not the right volume? Or it starts with an intrusive thought, like having an intrusive thought about, you know, stabbing your family or stabbing someone. It can have a variety of obsessions. The ones that most people know about are the ones that would kind of fall under the contamination OCD or just right OCD categories, which is kind of like the ones I mentioned, maybe washing your hands a lot um, because you fear contaminating your house with the bacteria or kind of ritualizing, um, counting out loud or turning a dial a certain amount of times because it just feels more right to do that. The point of it is that is that these obsessions are unwanted, pervasive thoughts in your head that are usually egodystonic. Egodystonic means that they're contrary to who you are as a person, who you believe you are, who you identify as, and for that reason, they can be very distressing. So someone with an obsession like... Having a harm obsession, for example, would mean like seeing a sharp object and maybe being triggered and having an intrusive thought about using that to harm yourself or others. That would cause a lot of anxiety because the person who's having that thought, who has OCD, who is having this egodystonic thought, does not want to do that. They don't want to harm themselves. They don't want to harm their family. And that's exactly why there's so much anxiety. And so that kind of leads to a compulsion. So a compulsion is an action or a thought that you perform um, in order to relieve the anxiety. So for someone, for example, with contamination OCD, I kind of already mentioned this before, but if their obsession is to um, make sure that there's no bacteria that spreads in their house, then maybe their compulsion might be to scrub their floors down every day compulsively to relieve the anxiety. And while that doesn't seem very irrational or kind of out of the ordinary, um, OCD is diagnosed um, when someone uh, someone has symptoms like this that take up more an hour or more per day, and that disrupts their their daily lives. And so, if it becomes a ritual, if it's something that kind of is 
repetitive and ritualized, that's when it becomes an issue and can possibly be OCD. So the ones that the type of OCD that people don't really know about as much is called pure O, and that's actually something I struggle with, which is pure OCD. It's a misnomer because it stands for purely obsessional OCD, but it's not really purely obsessional. There are m- mental compulsions that are not as visible, such as rumination, thought suppression, mentally checking, mentally reviewing, um, thought neutralizing. So for example, I'm just going to go back to the harm OCD example. If you have thoughts, if you have intrusive thoughts or images about stabbing yourself or a loved one, then a thought neutralizing um, compulsion might be something like trying to think about hugging your family in its place so that you can kind of balance out that thought so that you've neutralized it and it's no longer a part of your psyche. Um, Something else that you might do, for example, is like if you spend time with your family or if you spend time around, you know, if you're using a knife to, to, if you're using a knife to cut some vegetables, you might start to ask yourself, you're checking, you know, that you don't feel the urge to actually harm anyone. Um, Or you're staring at someone you love and you're checking to make sure that you feel okay in that moment that you don't want to do that to them. So it can be a very distressing and really, really difficult disorder to deal with because most people with OCD struggle to trust themselves and trust their own reality. Um, And alongside that is just a lot of shame and guilt. Um, You start to wonder if you're a horrible person. You start to wonder if deep down you actually enjoy these thoughts if you will lose control one day and these thoughts are just the beginning. Um, And while all of that, again, doesn't sound very unreasonable, to someone with OCD, it's extremely distressing. And usually the people who have these thoughts, who have OCD, are probably less likely um, to actually ever do any of those things um, because it, it's so it's a contradictory they 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 really don't want these thoughts and so yet they, that's why they have so many of them um, and that's because of something called thought suppression thought suppression is really just what it is it's you try to suppress the thought because you don't want it to be there it's kind of like if you if I told you to think about a blue whale or if I told you not to think about a blue whale I say, I say don't think about the blue whale then the blue whale is going to pop up in your head. Obviously, you're thinking about a blue whale because I told you don't think about it. That's kind of what happens with OCD. My personal experience is mainly with Pure O. I have had a few other obsessions that um, have been a little bit more physical, I guess. But 95% of my obsessions, I would say, are related to mental compulsions. So that's what I primarily deal with. It's very difficult talk about very openly with people because to someone who does not experience OCD, who does not have OCD or or really understand it, it can it can be kind of scary to to hear someone you you love or you know talk about these these horrible thoughts that they have. But you know, it's kind of about just trusting that that person it knows that they're actually being irrational. Most people with OCD know that their their fears, their obsessions are not rational, but it doesn't help because OCD is the doubt disease. And so that kind of brings me back to my point. I was recently at the International OCD Conference in Denver, and uh, they brought up a point about how, you know, when you have an anxiety um, or you have anxiety about an obsession, 
the best thing to do is to kind of just accept the thought and think to yourself, yeah, maybe that's true. So if my obsession, if my rumination is asking me, am I a horrible person? Do I actually enjoy this? Am I actually going to do these thoughts? You would say, yeah, well, maybe that's true, or maybe it's not. Maybe I am a horrible person, but maybe I'm not. And I don't have to know right away. I don't have to know right now, and I may never know, and that's okay. Um, So kind of learning to accept uncertainty is something that has been helpful for me especially in my past year of really trying to grapple with being diagnosed with OCD. This is the first year of my life where I have tried to educate myself so much about it because before this, I tried to deal with it on my own and clearly my compulsions were not working. They were relieving the anxiety temporarily, but it always comes back with another question. Um, You can't really rationalize your way out of OCD because it'll always come back with another nagging question. It's kind of like if you're you're in a car driving and you don't even know where the destination is, but you have a child in the backseat and the child keeps going, are we there yet? Are we there yet? And it's just an endless loop of being asked, are we there yet? Um, you just never know. You never know when you're going to get there. Um, so that's my mostly my mental health struggle at this point. Um, I also wanted to talk to guests on this show about their own struggles with either OCD or just mental health in general. I'm not diagnosed with anxiety or depression, um, but I do struggle with anxiety and depression. I also potentially um, have ADHD symptoms, but I've never been diagnosed with it, so I cannot say that I, I have it. But I have kind of struggled with a lot of keeping things, keeping my belongings in a neat place. I, I struggle with losing things all the time. I'm very, I'm forgetful at times. I cannot pay attention um, very easily, especially not to things that I do not really find any interest in. And I do tend to kind of hyper-focus on certain things once I get into it. So I'm not really sure, but regardless, I am not necessarily trying to get a diagnosis for that because um, right now the OCD diagnosis is enough for me to deal with. So that's a little bit about myself. And I guess I'll, I'll, the other thing I'll tell you is in this podcast, I will be trying to allow the guests to have some sort of anonymity when it comes to sharing their stories. So I will primarily be referring to myself and others by their first name. If they choose to share their last names for any kind of purpose, then of course they're free to do so. But I really want this to be a platform for those who are struggling with mental health, particularly those with OCD. If you're interested in being on the podcast and sharing your experience, I'd love to speak with you. I really want people to just know that there are others out there struggling and that everyone's story is unique and hopefully you can find some comfort in knowing that there are other people who understand you out there, that you don't need to explain yourself to everyone or to anyone and that you have this stranger support in your life so thank you so much for listening i know this is kind of a short episode but i just wanted to give you a little intro to this podcast again this is the just say maybe podcast my name is erica and i will be your host and i'll be talking a little bit more about ocd anxiety depression all the mental health stuff in future episodes so please stay tuned and i will catch you next time